Good morning, everybody. Hey, welcome to Friday, October 15th. I hope you guys had a great week. We are ending up strong, it looks like right now, in the marketplace. Yesterday was a great day on Wall Street. And this morning, the futures look like they're moving in the same direction. <clears throat> we'll talk about that in a little bit more when we connect up here with Scotty here in just a few minutes. Uh, but before we do that, let me just remind you that as we look at the ups and downs of the market, there's truly only one thing any of us can control when it comes to the market, and that's how much risk you have. And if you don't know what your risk number is, that can be problematic as we continue to move closer and closer to retirement. Give us a call at 863-382-0037 to find out your risk score and to walk through our core retirement design. And with that, we've got Scotty joining us up right now. One of the songs ever recorded. There's the great Tom Schultz in Boston, more than a feeling. And hey, you're welcome. It's 8.39. Let's see what Philip's up to. Let's go to Statler Financial Services, Ian Sebring. Good morning, Philip. How you doing? Good morning, Scotty. Hey, doing well. I know you had to get up a little early this morning to fill in for Dave. I know he really appreciated that. No, I, I know he doesn't. Hey, you know what? We we uh, happy to see Dave actually taking a day off. It doesn't happen very often. He's like you, Philip. He's always working. <laughs> he does do a lot of work. Hey, you know, um, Scotty, it's been a little bit of a rough week, but we managed yesterday to uh, to come up with some pretty good numbers. Um, finishing up uh, yesterday, I mean, the Dow was up a little over one and a half percent to 34912 that was up $535. NASDAQ was up one and three quarter percent. Uh, that was $252. And the S&P 500 was up about 1.7% also, up almost $75. So, man, after uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday's ups and downs, we really appreciated uh, yesterday's close. And it seems to be maybe we're lucky enough it'll follow through today, uh, Scotty. Okay, great. Yeah, what else do you have for us? It seems like I saw somewhere where it's earnings season, right? A lot of news coming out. It is earnings season. Before we go to earnings, though, let's just update because this is a pretty big day for um, some macro stuff. Um, okay. Some good. of the big stuff coming in. So uh, one of the important things we are always looking at is things like retail sales, import prices, those type of things. And those <clears throat> hit today. <clears throat> so we've got retail sales were expected to be down by two-tenths of a percent. That, so we had a really big surprise there because they were actually up seven-tenths of a percent. So, uh, yeah, that was a big swing, really unexpected um, yep. looking at the uh, at the numbers here. And then the other retail number we really look at is uh, how much is retail without the auto sales? Because auto can be a big number. And right. uh, we expected a half a percent and we got a half a percent. So that was basically in line with expectations. So uh, so I think overall retail sales were kind of a surprise. The uh, then the other one we have was import prices. Uh, <clears throat> you know that's what we pay for for stuff to get imported here to the United States, and so import prices were expected to be up about a half a percent for September. They were actually up, but not quite to that level. They were up about four tenths of a percent. Um, so that was a little bit better than expected. 
so we're looking at two numbers that uh, that seem to be a little better than what uh, everybody expected. Uh, however, we did have one little fly in the ointment when it comes to the New York Empire State Index, and that's a manufacturing index. Um, it was expected to come in at like 26 and a half uh, was the number expected. Uh, right. The month before, it was like 34.4. Well, it trailed down significantly um, in the month of October to 19.8. So, uh, so that was so kind what, of one of our misses there. Yeah, Just what's that all about, Philip? That's a new one on me. What does that indicate? What's that telling us? So what it looks at, nobody really understands what it's telling us other than it's an indication of manufacturing output um, in, the, in the state of New York and kind of that region up in the north and okay. uh, so uh, when manufacturing starts to to dwindle um then that's not good we right. really want manufacturing to be up and moving and, and out and and that could be i mean it, we talk a lot on this show about supply chain issues and and truly that could be just an indication of that they're having a hard time getting what they need to be able to fulfill their manufacturing and so it could be a supply right chain issue that's coming up there we don't really know uh, from the report what those things look like but so from a macro stuff which is what dave always likes to talk about um that's kind of where we're sitting with we, we have some really some good numbers there uh and, and we'll have to watch to see as we get closer and closer to the end of the year can we continue to see those increases in retail sales because that would definitely be good for the retail sector gotcha. um you, you mentioned uh Earnings season, it, it is definitely earnings season. Um, and so let's start off with a, a late comer. Uh, just actually just hit my ticker just a few seconds before you and I started talking. And so I'm not sure what all the numbers look like, but Goldman Sachs uh, reported and, uh, and they really hit it out of the ballpark. And they were expected to earn about $10, a little over $10 a share. They earned almost $15 a share, uh, a wow. big, big beat for them. Yeah. Uh, revenue was expected to come in at like $11.6 billion. It came in at like $13.6 billion. So, um, you know, everywhere we look for them, they were uh, seemed to be uh, beating what was expected. And I know if you look at year over year, it was an astonishing increase in their earnings per share. Now, they're getting a pretty good bump this morning, up about 2.5%. Still not up to their 52-week high yet, but but they're trying to get there. They're moving in that, that direction. So good news for Goldman. Uh, we had other, um, other guys come out that were uh, financial-related, um, and, and some of them, they, they all pretty much beat uh, Truist, uh, financial came out. That name still may be hard for people to uh, remember what that is, but that was That's a combination. Sunbank, of, right? Yep, it used to be SunTrust, right? Yep, used to be SunTrust, and SunTrust yep. merged with Trust Bank and uh, became Truist. Um, they came in 21 cents ahead of expectations at $1.42. Revenue beat also. Uh, they had stronger fee income as well as better loan and, and deposit growth. Uh, but they're, they're, uh, They've been bouncing around. I know they're up early. When I looked a few uh, few minutes ago, they were actually trading down, and now they've bounced back up up about a tenth of a percent. So there's something in the fine print of their report that uh, people aren't really uh, grabbing a hold of. 
Same gotcha. with um, PNC Bank. PNC Financial had a great quarter. Uh, they they beat by uh, about fifty five cents a share. Uh, came in at three dollars and seventy five cents. Revenue top forecast. They uh, they obviously benefited from some loss um, uh, loss reserves that they were able to free up, <clears throat> which helped them. And they closed on a. They've integrated with another bank that they bought, um, and that that helped them. Now, earlier this morning, they were actually trading up about 1.3%, but, uh, but they have, uh, I don't know, there must be something in the, in, in the report people aren't liking because they're, they're trading down right now about 1.2%. So, uh, and it could be they're getting really, um, they're, they're right up against their 52-week high, so it could just be some profit-taking also, Scotty. Gotcha. Sure. Okay. All so, right. What's next on the list there, Phil? Well, I think I'm trying to look see if is that all my banks. I think that's all the banks and financials we've got. Um, so we got a couple others out there that uh, that we can talk about. There's one called uh, Pearson, um, and I, it took me a little while to figure out what that is, but they do a lot of educational materials for uh-huh. higher education and that type of thing. And so they uh, they didn't have a good quarter. They uh, they say their their sales have fallen by seven percent in the higher education realm of stuff. Um, however, they 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 maintain that they're going to still be able to hit their full year guidance, which is good. Uh, they say because of the community colleges are increasing their enrollment, which should help them. Uh, but they are uh, taking it on the chin this morning. Now they are traded in London, so they're a London traded company. Um, so they're really their their stock exchange is actually open right now, and uh, wow. and they're trading down about twelve percent right now. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah they're getting beat up pretty good. And then an old staple that uh, actually used to be the company that let off earnings season, and that was Alcoa. Um, uh, you know the metals aluminum produ- producing company. Uh, they came in at two dollars and five cents a share, better than the dollar eighty that was expected. Uh, revenue was better than expected as well as they're seeing a lot of higher prices for aluminum, which is, which is good. Sure. They uh, right now, oh, they're, they got a nice little jump here. They're up almost six and a half percent, Scotty. Uh, wow. Yeah. And they're only, uh, they're less than a dollar from their 52 week high right now. So, so some, some good news there uh, across the board for, uh, for Alcoa. And I think that's probably the last one I have as far as earnings, but I did want to mention uh, this uh, before we get off uh, the air, Moderna. Uh, they didn't report earnings, but they've been in the news. Right. The, uh, the FDA um, approved for emergency purposes their booster uh, for those 65 years and older or who have immune system issues or work in a highly um, uh, contagious area, med- medical, and that kind of stuff for to get the booster, um, and I, and that has uh, that's really helping Moderna this morning. Uh, they're trading up about two percent. Right. So, uh, yeah. So that's kind of where we're sitting for today, um, Scotty. As we get ready to head into the weekend, uh, we've got the uh, the indexes all heading to the upside. The right. uh, the Dow is up 
uh, almost seven tenths of a percent. That's two hundred and thirty-three dollars. The S and P five hundred is up a half a percent. That's twenty-two dollars. Nasdaq's up uh, almost four tenths of a percent, about fifty-six dollars. And the Russell two thousand is really giving them a run for their money, up one point three percent, or about twenty-nine dollars this morning. So everything's looking good on that front. Switching gears and looking at the um, commodity side of things, uh, Scotty, we've got silver trading down again, 1.1%. Gold's heading down about 1.5%. And then we look at crude oil. Um, it's going the wrong direction still, Scotty. I hate to tell you, oh, but it's <laughs> up to seven tenths of a percent to $81.89 a barrel for. A barrel of oil so it continues yeah. to uh, be bouncing between that 80 and 82 right now right right hey also i was going to ask you because i keep hearing little snippets of this here and there is inflation something we need to start worrying about is are you concerned about inflation in general we are we are inflation is definitely um picking up the question becomes how much it uh, how much of it is kind of transitory meaning how much of it's being caused because of the Supply chain issues, supply and demand, right. people are willing to pay more just to get it, um, and, and versus how much of it is truly an economical increase in inflation. And, right. and we don't know that yet because we're still dealing with the supply chain issue. And a couple of articles I've read really are not encouraging. Um, they're, they're really thinking that it's going to be maybe the end of 2022 before we see some resolution um, to the, our supply chain issues, which is a lot longer than what a lot of people were, were originally saying. So um, that yeah. means that the whole supply chain inflationary thing is going to be with us for a while. For a while, yeah. All right, Phil, what else you got for us this morning? You know, I think that pretty much finishes up, other than just to remind people that uh, the volatility that we're seeing out there is, I, I don't believe, is going to go away. And so if you are, uh, five years or less from retirement, it becomes more and more important that you understand your risk. And, and that's why we developed our trademarked uh, core retirement design to be able to process through that to make sure we don't have too much risk, make sure we're going to be able to create the income you're going to need so you got the retirement you always dreamed of. And give us a call at 863-382-0037. Check out our website at statlerfinancial.com. Join us this weekend for the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. on Saturday. We're going to miss uh, noon on Saturday because of the Gator game. And then Sunday right. at 10 o'clock on Highlands News Talk 730 and now on uh, 95.3 FM. All right. Hey, always a pleasure. Good talking to you, Philip. Have a, a wonderful weekend. All right, man. It's good talking to you too, Scotty. All right. You betcha. There's Philip at Statler Financial Services in Sebring. From the pitch. Hey, folks, again, I want to thank you for joining us this week. I hope it's been a great one. Looking forward to the weekend. Me too. Until Monday. Actually, not until Monday. I forgot. I'm out. I have a meeting uh, uh, out of town, so I will be gone uh, until Thursday. I'll be back with you Thursday morning, bright and early. Don't miss us then. Take care. Bye now.